Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this week's episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field by sharing our collective expertise. We will show you how to harness, control, and use your own skill set to achieve ultimate success and live the life you want. And now, please welcome your host. Download episodes of previous shows. Entrepreneur and best-selling author of Choose Yourself, James Altucher has a new book, Skip the Line, The 10,000 Experiments Rule, and Other Surprising Advice for Reaching Your Goals. Offering a mindset and techniques to inspire anyone, regardless of age or profession, to pursue their passions and quickly acquire the skills they need to succeed and achieve their dreams. Skip the Line provides the tools you need to catapult your career. Welcome to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks where women share their dreams, struggles, and successes, how they were able to persevere despite the fear and create the life they want and deserve. If you're looking for inspiration to move you past where you normally would stop, then this is the show for you. Here's your host, Melissa Banks. Welcome to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. I'm excited you could be with us today. I'm your host, Melissa Banks. Today, we have another amazing woman to share her journey with us and how she was able to keep going despite the circumstances. Today, we have LaDonna Marie. LaDonna Marie is an international award-winning, best-selling author, evangelist, speaker, and CEO. Her purpose is to empower and encourage others in overcoming obstacles in life. LaDonna assists individuals in transforming their lives through personal development and implementing resiliency skills with her books and her nonprofit. Welcome to the show, LaDonna. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for this opportunity to share. I'm excited to talk with you. You, <laughs> you have such an amazing journey, you know, just looking at your social media and hearing a little bit about your story and your speaking all over the place. You're doing a lot of stuff. But tell us, LaDonna, when did you know that you wanted to be a writer? Well, thank you so much for that question. I actually knew Melissa um, at the age of 14. Um, When I was a teenager, you know, we have all of these emotions and feelings, questions um, that we want answered. And so probably two years before that, I was in my room just journaling, journaling to get everything that was inside of me out, just to get it on paper. But then it wasn't until, um, you know, I I had this encounter with the Lord and he kind of, he said to me that he was going to heal me because of some of the things that I was going through and that the words that I would write would help to heal others. And so like at that moment, it, it, it catapulted me into 
um, it being a part of my purpose and me partnering with the Lord to help to empower not only myself, but I started as a 14-year-old sitting in my room with a pen and a pad and just began to write down um, things that I had gone through, um, even any downloads that he would give me on how to resolve or what to do or how, you know, how to overcome the obstacle. And so the story began um, at the age of 14. Wow, that's one. That's wonderful, Adana. I found the value in journaling years ago. Actually, right before I started my business, I didn't really know I was getting ready to start a business. But I found the value in journaling in journaling way back then. But to just hear that as a 14 year old, you can see the value in that. But I tell you, those journals that I kept, um, I pulled them out sometimes and I read them just to encourage myself and and push myself to go a little further. So that's amazing that as 14 year old all the value in doing that, and that's what catapulted you into an amazing career that you have now. You talk about you. empowering and encouraging others to overcome their circumstances, which absolutely is what Dream by Design is all about. But I see you do this in all of your books and your speaking engagements, in your organizations that you're a part of. Tell me, share with us what challenges have you had to overcome while you were building your business and how you were able to do that. So the challenges that I had to overcome, in the beginning, like my first challenge, even as a 14-year-old, was I attempted to commit suicide. And so uh, attempting to commit suicide back then is because I felt like um, because I was such an empowerment and encouraging person, uh, most of my surroundings did not feel the same or put off that same, um, uh, I guess, kind of like atmosphere. And so I kind of like misunderstood I felt like maybe I didn't belong um, in here. And so that was the first thing that I had to overcome because, you know, basically the Lord had to tell me that I was validated and that, you know, I was born for more and that there was going to be more for me to do. And so that was the first thing that I had to overcome, overcome the surroundings making me feel, and then I had to live up to who God had created me to be. So first it was overcoming the identity crisis that I found myself in. But as I began to push um, and and press and continue to write and obey and um, do the things that he asked me to do, it was just continuing to, to, to go forward. Even when you didn't know what was going to happen, um, even when I didn't, you know, know that I was going to be a award-winning author at the age of 14, I just knew that I was going to be helping people. So it was always my faith um, that started uh, me at that young age all the way up until now um, to continue to keep pushing. Um, I can tell you, Melissa, sometimes I've been in different places where I've had um, individuals tell me that no one would ever read my books and that I would never be uh, international and, you know, all of that. And and many times those things did hurt my feelings. But at the end of the day, I always went back to my encounter, uh, my conversations with the Lord, what he said to me. And so that helped me to push forward even when I had naysayers that were close, you know, close to me. And so the end result is that I believed in myself I ultimately knew that I had to be my own biggest cheerleader. If there was no one else in the world who would stand beside me and cheer me on, I knew that I had the Lord and I knew that I had to be the cheerleader that I needed to be to continue this purpose because it's purpose for me. Uh, Just a couple of days ago, 
I, I, I heard someone say something that made me understand even um, more the reason why I kept going forward because I always knew about willpower, but I found out about your why power. And I will often tell people that I couldn't give this up even if I wanted to. And I just realized, Melissa, because it's connected to my why power. It's connected to the why I started at 14, the why I get up every day to meet one person or 50 people, why I go out to festivals and I keep the same positive attitude with everybody I meet from the moment I start to the, the moment I close my table down is because my why is to help them heal. My why is to let them know that they matter, and that's the way that I've done it through my book. Wow, Lizana, that's such an amazing um, story that you just shared with us from where you came and how you, your faith kept building through the, the process. And in so many cases, it would have been the opposite. But before you, because you held on to that faith and because you pushed through those things, I think you've heard me say before that I believe when God God places that dream in you, encounters can happen, people can not believe in you, but some way you come back to it because it's inside of you. And and to me, that's what yeah. I heard you say. You know what? It's inside of me. I can't choose to leave it. And that's an experience right. that I've had before is that I can't yeah. leave it. Even when I tried to leave it, I couldn't because God placed it in yeah. me. And that's what I heard you just say. So how has your yeah. journey helped you just get more comfortable with yourself and and who you are, just going through all of those things that you went through that are part of your journey that has built you. So how has it made you more comfortable with who you are? It's made me comfortable because the individuals that I meet, um, the the feedback that I get, or just, you know, them having someone there to let them feel that they're not alone. Um because I overcame, because I continue to push each and every day, I'm not going to say that I don't have sometimes when I feel like, uh, well, you know, I check in with God. I was like, you know, am I okay? Like, am I on the right path? Am I, you know, doing what you would have for me to do? Am I not, because I don't want to stray from, you know, being in alignment with the purpose that he has for me. And so, but it's always the people that I meet. I encounter so many amazing people when I go all over the world, um, when I go to festivals, when I'm on interviews, when I'm talking to people, or even just when I'm, you know, at the grocery store. And it's the people that keep me motivated to go further because the moment I meet them and, and, and I, you know, most of the time I always ask the Lord to bring, uh, bring the people that need what you've given me to give. And that's, that's what happens every time. It's just like at my table it, it, the purpose lights up of why I, they came to the table and what they need in that moment, what solution they need, what they need to hear, if they need a hug, if they just need encouragement, or if they just need, you know, a referral to someone else. It's like whatever they need in that moment. And so that's what keeps me going uh, forward because I know that the impact and the influence that I have on people to let them know that I've gone through but I kept making it. I didn't give up. So I want the same for you. So sharing that with people and being able to hear their feedback, because I want to tell you just a couple of days ago, I had a check-in for 2021. I was like, okay, Lord, am I doing exactly what you need me to do, showing up every day, um, implementing every day? 
And about three days later from the day that I asked him, I had a person who just inboxed me and they weren't my friends. So, you know, it goes to that place that you really can't see the messages unless you're just looking. And I decided to look over there, but they had wrote like two paragraphs of just saying, I know you don't know me, but I saw something that you said and I just want to know, can you help me? how to overcome X, Y, and Z. And that just brought confirmation to my heart and to my soul because I said I had just asked three days ago. And now here's a person whom I don't know. But because I chose to show up every day, because I chose to speak up every day, there was a person who needed what I had in the moment that I decided to show up. Wow. You know what? That's one of the reasons this sh- we came up with the idea for this show. It's because I believe to hear someone else's journey, you don't know who will hear you say those words you just said. And somebody is going to hear those words that you just gave to us, and that's exactly what they needed at this very moment to push forward. And the fact that you yeah. show up every day and make sure you say something because somebody is going to hear it, and that's exactly yeah. what they need. If you joined us late, you're listening to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks, and today our guest is LaDonna Marie. She's an author, evangelist, speaker, and CEO. Now, LaDonna, you started a nonprofit, Planting Positive Seeds. Tell us how that started and what is the goal of the organization. Thank you for asking. So Planting Positive Seeds started in the year of 2013. Um, I actually was on a trip in California And I I went to see my apostles and some other people. And um, I I had another encounter with the Lord. And and as I was riding back from from the meeting, I had to go and speak. I actually had, that was like my first big um, convention when I had to speak to about 200, 300 people. And I had my first book. I only had uh, Expressions of the Mind, Body, and Soul. But I was, you know, asked to come there to speak as a motivational speaker. And so in that moment, as I was leaving there, you know, in conversation with the Lord, I heard him say um, that I was going to have a a, a conference called Planting Positive Seeds, and that he wanted me to help him with his children. And so, you know, as I began to press him more, um, he began to open it up to me. But he, he said to me that he wanted me to help them with the journey of growth and awareness, because many times people get lost and stuck in those moments when times get too heavy or when they feel like they can't see the next step or when they don't have, you know, people, uh, you know, maybe family people around them and they don't have, you know, people to encourage them or just to say, you're doing a great job, keep keep doing it. And so Planting Positive Seeds um, was birthed to plant positive seeds in the lives of others daily. So I left there July of 2013. Uh, quickly, the Lord helped me to get it together. And so by November of 2013, I had my first Planting Positive Seeds Youth for Christ conference where I brought in the, young, the youth of the, um, of the community in Georgia, and I had them to, you know, maybe play the piano, had some mind dancers, because I wanted them to know that they had gift, talents, and abilities inside of them, and that God had, had, had you know, birthed them for such a time as this. And I wanted to encourage them and be a role model for, you know, they can do whatever they have within them as long as they continue to put God first and they trust the process. And so I wanted to create that, that, that environment, and that's what the Lord wanted for me. So since then, in 2013 up until now, I've probably done about five conferences. I've done a virtual conference. I've even spoke for Planet Positive Seeds over in Kenya in 2019. 
as an ambassador for my own nonprofit to help people, or really teens and, and women, to get that e- emotional stability that they need to continue to move forward. And so I do retreats. Um, I do boot camps. I do mentoring uh, with the with the nonprofit, as well as conferences. And so these conferences help them to get the encouragement that they need, get the tools that they need. Earlier you read I do resiliency tools. And, yes, we need these mm-hmm. tools to keep moving forward. We need different strategies to help us get out of our unstuck place. And then also mm-hmm. the biggest component, God wanted them to know that they could heal, um, that where they were they did not have to stay. And how he planted those positive seeds in my life when I was attempting to commit, commit suicide, he told me that he validated me and that he had worked for me to do those words for me put me on this path to do that for other people and so that's what planting positive seeds does for people i want to encourage them and empower them into their next i want to help them get unstuck whatever you know maybe uh having them stuck in an area and so that's what the nonprofit does okay you have been pouring into not only young people you pour into adults, women, and men, anybody who listens to you and listens to your story or pick up one of your books and read, you are pouring into them. And you've seen quite a bit of success for your efforts for showing up even when it didn't feel good, making your life about service to others. So you're pouring in. So you've had uh, quite a bit of success. We talked about your international award winning, but you didn't have one. You've had more than one award winning (laughs) bestselling author. I mean, that is just so amazing. The nonprofit, even uh, speaking to, to young people and women, how does it feel, LaDonna, to just see how your hard work and your dedication is paying off to you? How, how does that success feel to you? It's, it's a joy for me, Melissa. It's, it's such a joy um, for me, and, and it makes me, makes me happy to know that I'm impacting lives, um, you know, each and every day. I've always wanted you know, people to never feel how I felt. And I know that I can't make their decisions for them, but sometimes people just need someone to come alongside them to just mm-hmm. give them that little bit of encouragement to move forward. So for me, it's it's a joy. Um, I'm very humbled, you know, by this experience. And I said to myself, um, I think that was one of the things for me that sometimes I felt like I, I was playing small because I, I didn't, I did not, even say about some of the uh, wars and things or different things that I would do. And then the Lord would always come back and tell me, he was like, no, you need to speak up because, because of your obedience, he, you know, the Bible says that he rewards those who diligently seek him. So I've always been in alignment with his will for my life and I've been able to execute it as the vessel. And so even when I started, you know, being in magazines in 2013, I think back then I was in the first London magazine when I first got acquainted with the people, my friends from London, I was in their magazine. Even then I had South African interviews and an Italy interview that was transcribed so that we could read it and they also could read it. And so it's always been a humbling experience because, as you said, I take the servant role. I want to make sure that I complete what God has asked me to do. So many times I don't have to have the spotlight. <laughs> you know, sometimes I find myself very shy in that place because I was like, I don't, I don't want the spotlight. But God, has, he has let me know that I have to make sure that I let them know that what he does for one, he can do for another. And so I have to be able to let them know that, you know, with the obedience and doing things, you know, he will make sure 
that the desires of your heart will you will get those accomplished. And so even when I speak about like New England and, and London and Paris was the first award that I won for until tomorrow comes, you know, it it said to me and many times when I go out to speak to youth that I'm from Fayette, Mississippi. We don't have any stoplights. We you know, we have stop signs and I used to think <laughs> when I was about fourteen look I used to think when I was about fourteen that, you know, that who who am I? to do this. So God said that I was. And so I go back and tell them being from here, I, I set the mindset when God changed that mindset within me at the age of 14, he took the limits off what I could achieve for myself or what I thought I could achieve just because of where I was from. And so now every time I would put myself in those situations or he would lead me, I would say to myself, I am worthy of this New England award. I'm worthy of this Paris award. I'm worthy of speaking to the kids, to the young women in in Kenya because of what I have within me and the gifts and talents that he has given to me. And so that helps me each and every day to feel joyful and humble and to continue to press each day. You know, one of the things you said that you, you kind of played small because you didn't want to make it too big and your success is too big. I had a conversation recently with a friend of mine because of 2020 and COVID-19 and how so many people were not flourishing and their businesses were not flourishing and some really tough times was happening. He hesitated to show how God was really blessing, his, blessing him and his business because he is a giver, because he has poured into so many people. His business actually took off during that season, and he hesitated to show mm-hmm. that. But you know what I said to him? Show that because that's giving honor and praise to God, and it yeah. encourages the rest of us who, who may not may be in that struggle at that moment. When we see your successes, we know it can happen. So when you continue to show the awards and the accomplishments and the successes that you have achieved, somebody else from Yezu City is saying, you know what? If she can do it, if God can bless her like that, he can bless me like that as well. Yeah. So, LaDonna, how talking about COVID-19, how was your business impacted in 2020 and in the COVID-19, and what ways did you have to um, pivot that? Well, you know what? Actually, Melissa, I experienced, um, you know, some growth. I experienced growth because, for me, what it put me back into the mind of is when, in 2000, I think this was 2015, um, and, and God was saying to me that I had to use what I had in my hands. And so that was the time when I started to, like, you know, go go live. or rec- I don't know if I was going live back then, but I think I was recording different messages, putting it on YouTube. You know, so I was really taking a step up in in my business because I had to, as people are saying, you know, I had to pivot and do something different. So for me, um, I can say that I did experience growth because it, it allowed me to show up in another way. Even for like the, uh, my conference, I usually do the conference in November. I usually have it at a location. But this year, the Lord said, do it virtual. So I had to have my, a virtual conference, and it turned out to be amazing. All of the people who came, um, you know, they really enjoyed it. And so I think 20, 2020 being in COVID just opened up my mind to see how can you do things, you know, differently and still stay connected 
to your to your audience, to the people who are who follow you. And so showing up on social media, you know, finding different ways that I could, you know, be visible so that they can see me, they could still know that, you know, these services are available. It just helped me to open up my mind and to brainstorm some different things that I, you know, that I probably was not doing as much when I could go places, um, but mm-hmm. to still have a presence on social media. So that was, you know, doing like the virtual um, pop-ups on, 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 on social media or if we went to different mm-hmm. places, talking about the books, you know what I'm saying, doing different little things like I started books of a month and stuff like that. So it helped me to open up my mind because we do have to stay, you know, visible and we also have to let people know that our services are still available. Absolutely. The key to, to me, and I definitely agree with you, the key is to change your mindset. For me, I, I'm in the event industry, so, you know, I had to, I had to do a, a, a complete revamp of my mindset to come up with different ways in order to pivot my business, and that's exactly what I hear you saying, and that's been very successful for you. So before we wrap up, Donna, what advice would you give to a woman who, wants to start a business similar to yours in this current time, what what advice would you give her? Tell her, you know, congratulations for making that choice because even though, you know what I'm saying, we do have to do the work, we have to still celebrate, you know what I'm saying, the small wins and the big wins. So first I will congratulate mm-hmm. her on that decision to become an entrepreneur. Then I will also ask her to, you know, do some do some research on, what exactly does she want to bring and how is she going to get that across? Because I think most of the time, sometimes we, we jump into things and we, we don't know, you know, so we have accounts across, so we don't know exactly all of what we need. So I would say research because I did a lot of researching, you know, in the past before I started, you know, putting out books and becoming an author. I researched what it took. So I had all of the knowledge once I started, and, you know, we're ever learning, so you can continue to learn. But I would tell her to, mm-hmm. to, to write the vision and make it plain, to write down exactly what you want to do, and also set some goals. I, you know, most of the time set, set like a yearly goal and set a three-year goal. Kind of see your future of where you would want it to go, and that will help you to think of longevity. So the days when you get boggled down in the what to do today you will know your end goal, and then you'll start having strategies to help you to get those things accomplished. So even though she's starting now with research, also think about um, where you would want to go and what you would need to um, get your business off the ground. Thank you so much, LaDonna, for being here. Make sure you uh, let our our audience know how they can stay in contact with you. Okay. Well, they can go to Linktree at LaDonna Marie. Um, you can find all of my links there, um, you can find all of my social media handles. You can go over to my website, uh, org. and if you connect with me on social media, uh, my business page is LaDonna Marie Books. I have all of my books over there. And um, like I said, do linktree, um, dot LaDonna Marie, and you'll find all of my um, social media links. And if you go over to my website, they're on my website as well. You can stay connected that way. Thank you so much, LaDonna. This has been an amazing conversation. And thank you to our audience for tuning in to today's edition of Dream by Design. I'm your host, Melissa Banks, saying all your dreams are possible. Believe in yourself, work hard, and don't quit. Until next time, thank you for choosing Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. 
Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean. But so what happens? That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. For this week's episode, add us to your podcatcher or on iTunes now so that you can make sure you never miss out on another second of our wonderful podcast. We would hate for you to miss out. Have a great week, everyone. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.